Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya When we have a troublesome dream, we cannot re- relieve it with a troublesome hallucination. One can counteract a dream 
only by awakening. Similarly, our material existence is due to our ignorance and illusion. Unless we awaken to Krishna consciousness, we cannot be relieved of such dreams. For the ultimate solution of all problems, we must awaken to Krishna consciousness. Okay. The, because the, the verse is a little bit longer, so we'll move on to the purport. Please listen attentively. There are two kinds of fruitive activity. We can place the burden on the head or we can place it on the shoulder. Actually, keeping the burden in either place is the same. The transfer, however, is taking place under the name of counteraction. In this connection, Paralada Maharaj said that fools and rascals in the material world plan so gorgeously for bodily comfort without knowing that such arrangements, even if successful, are only maya. People are working hard day and night for the illusory happiness of the body. This is not a way to achieve happiness. One has to get out of this material entanglement and return home, back to Godhead. That is the real happiness. The Vedas, therefore, enjoy it. Don't remain in the darkness of this material world. Go to the light of the spiritual world. To counteract the distress of the material body, one has to take on another distress condition. Both situations are only illusion. There is no gain in taking on one trouble to counteract another trouble. The conclusion is that one cannot be perpetually happy as long as one exists in this material world. The only remedy is to get out of this material world altogether and return home back to Godhead. O Adhyana Devarandasya Jnana Jana Sharataya Chakshu Militam Ena Tasman Shruti Sri Chaitanya Manobhisam Sapitam Mehmutare Swayam Rupa Kadamani Tadatisa Tadatika Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhupada Shri Advaita Gadadar Shiva Sadi Gaura Bhakta Vinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna We'll have a quick review of this uh, chapter so far, what's happening, so that you know it puts us on light to the current verse. Before we talk, we must have to understand that Narada Muni is a, a spiritual computer person. Do you agree with me or not? He's a computer person himself, Narada before, but he's a spiritual computer person. What he has done is Starting from chapter 25 onwards, Narada Muni has quoted, he has used some quotes in his programming language, which he was talking to Prachinya Bhagavan. And now he's uncoding that in this chapter. So let us see what is the coding and uncoding. So all of you have been attending Bhagavan since you know, 
the start of this chapter and also the previous chapter. So let us go through the exercise of coding and uncoding, right? I, I have, because from the previous chapter, we have seen what Nardamani has coded. I'm going to tell you, you have to uncode what it is, okay? Just a very quick exercise so that we know what, and then we will be up to the those words and then we can continue the verse. Okay. So the chapter number 23 onwards, the story of Purangana has been narrated by Narada Muni to Prachitya Padana. Right? Puranjana is an allegorical story, an imaginary person, just to illustrate the current situation. So what does Puranjana represent? Living entity. Yes. It says, actually a conditioned soul, a living entity is a conditioned soul in the material world. A conditioned soul uh, possessing an enjoying spirit. See, we are part of Krishna. We have been, you know, onto this topic many a times. We are tiny fragment of Krishna. And we are, because we are part of Krishna, our duty was to serve Krishna. But because we came to this material world, our enjoying propensity still continues. It's not that it's gone. But we are trying to enjoy in matter, not in spirit. So therefore, all the problems are coming. So, here in this story, Prachinya Bharat is overly attached to routine activities for the store of his enjoyment. He wants enjoyment in not only now, but also in the future. And therefore, that enjoying spirit is continuing. So Narada Muni is introducing the story Puranjana as a conditioned soul that all of us having a continuous enjoying spirit. He is also giving a remedy later on. Then, who is that unknown friend? In the next world, Puranjana becomes a woman and then the wife, husband dies and then this unknown friend is coming. Paramatma, correct. And then, the material intelligence. Narada Muni is talking about material intelligence. Yeah? What is it referring to? Woman. Yeah. So why that material intelligence is referred to as woman? See, normally, generally, typically, you know, there's nothing to you know, blame or anyone. Typically, a woman is attached to her husband, family, house, children. Nothing more outside of it. So in the same way, material intelligence knows only mind and senses. That's it. See, how I can see a movie at 10 o'clock? How I can drink a coffee at 11 o'clock? How I can talk to my friends and enjoy the evening? So that is what the material intelligence knows. It doesn't know anything beyond that. And therefore it is compared to a queen. Hmm? And then, uh, the queen has got 11 servants. Of that, one is a chief servant. And the chief servant refers to? Mine. Very good. And the queen has got actually 11 servants. Of that, one is a chief. And it's got 10 more servants. Male servants. Who are they? Senses. The 10 senses. And the 10 senses or the 10 servants have got wives. Whom do they represent to? Desires. Desires of that particular sense, you know. The sense desire, organ, basically. The sense, see, it, I think we, we have mentioned about it in the previous class, but still I would like to just touch upon 
we have to be clear in understanding the sense and the sense organ okay the senses are stored in the mind it's subtle right for example the the propensity or the ability to see is a sense okay that is in the mind itself that's what krishna says mind and senses it's all there in the mind it's subtle element but the sense organ is through which i can see if i don't have eyes i cannot see if i don't have this right eye i cannot see but whatever i see that's recorded in my mind it my organ the eye organ the eyes or the eye senses the senses to see that the sight the senses to see the sense that is the recording is done in the senses there but through the organ we are able to see so here the ten senses when they saw when they talk about it it may it depends or it they are talking about the senses which is attached to the mind the subtle sense okay we are not talking about organ so ten senses the desires you know the, the, the for the sight to see for the you know the, the, the sense of the sight to see perceive all those desires we are talking about and then their wives then what about the five hooded snake what is it represent the life life air what are the life air five it represents five do you know the name of them prana apana upana vyana samana five are the, the life air so the senses the life air interact is very important see the why we say life air is the body is a machine krishna explains it acts just like a pneumatic switch for example i am my eyes is going around okay uh, i want to touch that flower the desire is produced in me the desire is in the mind is produced i want to touch that flower immediately i am getting up i am walking my hand is going to touch that this is done by a automatic switch pneumatic switch because in the pharmaceutical company which i used to work before we used to have the water in the recycling plant it's continuously producing demineralized water you know dm water for the plant you know. we cannot have any ions also you know very pure water pure water we call now for that it has to go through a plant a chemical plant now what happens is once in a month we have to recycle that otherwise the resins you know it becomes bad and it will pollute the water so the resins has to be discharged and it has to be discharged in opposite way not the same way the water is going so the recycling and the discharge works on the other side you know and we have got a switch all we have to do is normal recycle i'm just saying so when we put on the recycle the air we could see the air going it closes this it closes that it closes that and then it purges for half an hour you know, all the impurities and then when we put on the normal it closes now practically seen that through the pneumatic switch to the air air switches you know air will lock everything in the same way we have got five airs you know so the air will lock the mind is producing i want to touch the flower immediately it is working and i'm walking i'm going i'm touching the flower so the mind is happy so all we are doing is got nothing to do with the soul the soul is just observing and is giving energy to the body like a battery that's what we do so 
the five ads are there and then uh, we have also got the influence of death what is that whom he is talking about yamaraj he is talking about yamaraj and then uh, chandavega chandavega is a time yeah the uncontrollable time and then kalakanya old age means daughter of time and then prajwara the high fever we are talking about just before death okay so these are some of the coding and uncoding done by narada muni see we we may think you know it's simple but narada muni uses a very very expert logic to tell prachaniya bhare about this and then is uncoding that okay now what he has done is narada muni has uncoded but in this process sorry in this chapter he slowly uncoded but prachaniya bhare parisar is unable to understand the allegorical story so he is telling narada muni he expresses inability to understand i could not understand and so narada muni is again expanding you know you know in the, in the form of the structure expanded and again he is going to talk in a different manner right after explaining all that he is going to talk about the devastating nature of this material world why the material world is very very bad it has got a devastating effect for example poison it may look nice okay but it's got a devastating effect in the same way is going to explain what are the difficulties and burdens of this material life and why one has to go beyond that narada muni explain now this chapter this verse 33 and 34 is almost identical in one sense you know explaining the point what it is about the burden so we'll go further in discussing this point okay so in the purport shila prabhupa is talking about shifting up the burden from the head to the shoulder and from the shoulder to this shoulder and maybe from this shoulder onto the hip and vice versa whatever it may be now all by doing all that what does it mean you are trying to reduce the misery or you are trying to shift the burden from here to same okay from there you want to shift the burden putting it here so all that is just for a for a relief and that is temporary hmm? now this can also be called as a patch up work you know you are not fixing up the problem patching up for example those of you prabhu you may not understand this those of you from india you know what happens is sometimes you know due to the heavy weather rain and all that the roads will have holes in the on the roads so the government rather than putting the whole you know tar road you know, in out of tar what they do they fix up they just put some tar some stone on the pole and fix up so the road is fixing a patch job and what happens after some time this portion is strong the neighboring area will break it will become a pole there then again the council people will come and put some holes i mean put some tar and fix it up and the road will be laid only just before election <laughs> till the time this will go on this is a patchwork job this is not a patchwork job and to give another practical example of what patchwork job in my house is in my house you know how we have got neighboring houses the 
one of the fence is almost turning to the other side. <laughs> the neighbor is almost falling. Half the fence is okay. Half of the fence is it can go any time. You know, if you just put one gram, it will fall. <laughs> it's waiting for that one gram. So now I was wondering. I did not realize, you know, because normally you know the other side we don't go. I was wondering, oh, this is falling, you know, so we have to talk to the neighbor around that. We have to share it around that. I was thinking, one half is okay. What about this half only will fix up? But I was thinking, you know, after reading this, <laughs> if I fix up this patch lock, the other portion will also fall. And then again, this guy will ask the money for the whole lot. So this patch lock, even materially for a small thing, is not going to work. How can it work in the, our life? Right? So the only alternative for me in my house is talk to the neighbor, we will share it half half and do the fence, finish it off. No patch up there. It's not going to go. Because again it's going to come. The whole material creation is done by that. Is done through this process of burden shifting and problem creating. So that is why Srila Prabhupada has, has experienced, is telling us, please, this is not the platform. Please go out. Don't try to walk on water. You can walk only on a place where it is firm. This material world is illusion, water. You cannot walk on water. No matter, you put a bridge also. But what we are saying is, Krishna, we can walk on water. Try. And when you get better, frustrated, turn towards me. That's what Krishna is saying. So, Okay. Now, when I saw this verse, Prabhu's, about the shifting of the burden, I was reminded to the point that in India, there are coolies, you know, they take load on your head. What, the, you know their job? Their job is to take load on the head for which they are paid. When you go to the railway station. Nowadays, you know, you have got a trawler, you know, you have got a wheel. You can wheel it and go. And before, you know, you have steps and all that. You need a coolie. You need a person to live. And that person's job is to take your weight and put it on their head. But which you have to pay some money. We will bargain 100 rupees, 200 rupees. So, this is also a burden. That person is taking burden. But according to what he thinks, I will take the burden by paying more. Right? So in the material world, we'll take more burdens, pay me more. I'm getting 100k. I can take some trouble. My boss can shout at me. Hmm? Because he's paying me 100k. He will ask me, come today morning 4 o'clock, stop your mangalarati and come to the office. Yes, sir. <laughs> in the previous version of our father saying like a dog, material world, right? We are like a dog basically. In one sense, you know, because of the money that's covering the entire passion is coming, but it is a fact. In one instance, Srila Prabhupada was saying, Look at this, the dogs are going with four legs, and you guys are also going. In America, he was saying, You're going with four wheels, you know, <laughs> similar to a dog. What's the difference? They're also running here and there for some piece of food, some bread or something. And we are also going, you know, no matter even if I get 100k, can I eat 20 chapatis? In the, in the lunch? Yes. But still, the greed is a desire. So that is why 
the mind has always got a tendency to expand jada parat when he was explaining to king raguguna he was making this point very very important point you know all the instructions are so very wonderful he saying the mind wants to expand its territory to the senses right see the mind if you don't give any sense object it is quite like a child but the child you give him one dolly what will happen one toffee it lasts one more right one more so as long as you don't see you don't enjoy the mind is okay the moment you give something the mind wants to expand one movie tomorrow two movies i want three movies i want coffee i want to go there see now people cannot refine people cannot restrict themselves in this uh, environment around situation because they are used to going out on vacation and all that so now when they ask to sit in one place they cannot do because the mind wants to expand i want to walk now even we had as a devotees also we had this, uh, this difficulty we had once i was attending i think 2011 or 12 i think the gopal pradesh club also would have been there i don't know about manmohan prabhu you know how we used to have a gurujan prabhu retreat one retreat was i don't know maybe one retreat very interesting one retreat was gurujan prabhu's retreats retreats are so well planned and really have a satisfaction of doing for two to three days we have a very good satisfaction we learn a lot very good practical approach you know in one of the gurujan prabhu's retreat it was ekadeshi so he wanted us to chant 64 hours and one of the criteria is, is in that we should split into four parts and 16 rounds times four and in one of the 16 rounds eight rounds should be done in a place wherever you want you go in in the farm put a circle big circle you should sit there and do eight rounds you should not move i was struggling <laughs> i was thinking your mind is saying go go out and come i'm saying no the burujan prabhu has said no doesn't matter you go out and come the mind is not staying in that circle are krishna i was thinking what is time four rounds now the round is not at all really are krishna we had a very good experience then then burujan prabhu asked how do you feel and all that then all problems is pertaining to the mind you know everyone said i want to do this i was thinking of this i was thinking that i was in the house imagining one fellow said one person said you know i was thinking i was going to singapore and coming <laughs> mind is going and coming but he is thinking all because of his experience we cannot go this problem so the mind wants to expand the territory to the senses therefore our founder acharya said that all the senses must be used in krishna service so that it is blocked we are not expanding the senses therefore mind is controlled otherwise mind is very difficult if you give little to the mind little bit pleasure sense pleasure little bit expands you know very difficult so that is why senses used in krishna service is very easy to control uh and also the other problem with this thing is that if you have one problem and you shift the other problem it create another problem one is a religion a thing right another one is it creates another problem as i said the hole is there you put a patch of job and tomorrow near the side some other uh, road will crack up it'll have a hole 
it will happen in this material world. What's an example, practical example? In the previous verse, Srila Prabhupada is talking about cars and all that. Before we used to have carriage and now cars. But practically, what's happening now in this era is that now it's okay. We are going to step into winter. Winter, winter means cold. And we want warmth, you know, we want heat in our body. Therefore, what we do? We need electricity. For electricity, continuous supply, there are only three ways. One is thermal, through the cold. Another one is idle, through water. Now, cold and water shortage, you cannot produce 100% continuously. The only way is nuclear. Nuclear reactors and Nuclear reactors will get a continuous supply, even Australia has got a couple of them. But the problem is you, to discharge the nuclear reactor's waste is a very serious problem. Radiation, they dump it to sea, all the marine life will die. They pollute. So, so much problem with this. You know? So, we are trying to fix one problem. Okay, we have got electricity now, but how is it coming from? From the nuclear plant? And how bad do you discharge that? Again, it's causing more problems. And now, as you know, most of you have read that. Now, the nature is giving us so much, you know. It wants to take back the, the resources, whatever you're taking. And all the birds, you know, and all the animals are coexisting with nature. Before, we don't know where they've gone. All the animals are coming. They're walking on the road. They're free and all that. So, we must try to coexist with nature, with animals too. Otherwise, you know, this is a lesson we have learned. So, all the problems have been set, isn't it? In this previous verse and this verse also, problem has been set. You know, shifting the burden here, here, you put on the weight, it be very heavy, then you put it here, then you put it here and all that. What is the solution? Do our movement give solution or not? Solution is there. Right? Now, what's the solution? Now, all of you may be aware of this. 15.7. Mamai Vamsa Jeeva Loke, Jeeva Bhutta Sanatana, Manasa Stani Indriyani, Prakriti Stani Karshati. I'm reading only the last, anyway, I'm reading the whole verse. The living entity in the material, in this conditioned world, or my eternal fragmental parts, due to the conditioned nature, they are struggling very hard with their six senses, which include the mind. Right? So, Krishna says, you are so, spirit soul, but you are covered by two layers of matter, the gross matter and the subtle matter. And that is the reason of the suffering. That is not the reason of your enjoyment. Krishna explains. Hmm? What is that? Again, the word. Prakriti stani kashati. Prakriti. The prakriti, the material energy has given you the body. If you act according to the direction of the material world, material energy, you will come, you will have problems. So that is why the last but a few verses of Bhagavad Gita, Krishna explains right, that Machitta Sarva Dukami, Mahaprasada Tarasyami, Arachitta Tahankaram, Asoshati Ginantushi. If you see, I have given you this instruction. If you act on the false ego, you will be lost. As long as you follow my instruction, you come under my divine energy. But if you follow Paul's ego, which is given by the material energy, you will be lost. So that's the point we are understanding. So the reason 
for our problem is the mind and the senses which is being constantly talked about or the gross body and subtle body the mind is the subtle body the body the gross body is all the senses which is a gross body so the mind and the senses are the subtle body and the gross body that is a root cause of our problem therefore if you see shila propa always he says once you got this body you have to have sufferings you have to eliminate this body how do you eliminate the body on your own we cannot do eliminate of the body why because as long as we are in contact see see how this logic works that is why krishna punch is so beautiful see as long as we are in contact with the material energy i will get a body and if i get a body i have to act i cannot sit down like this with my hands and legs with my senses and genitals i have to act to be pushing all the time the mind will be saying go do something pushing of the mind the pushing of the mind can be controlled only by practicing krishna consciousness I think it's very difficult for other people, you know, pushing on the mind, constantly to pushing. Go, do this, do this. Huh? So the body is there. One has to act on the body. If you act on the body, if you don't know Krishna conscious, karma. Because I want to eat. I need eat. Karma. I don't know what I will do. I do and do some nonsense. Karma, suffering. So what happens? Because of the karma, again you get one physical, psychophysical body. Again, one more birth is given. Because you are doing wrong activities. Again, pointing back to Kapila Muni, the third canto, he is saying the living entities are doing a chosen and wrong field of activity. You are supposed to worship Krishna because you are the spirit soul. You are supposed to worship. You are supposed to be there. But unfortunately, you picked up the wrong activity. suppose and therefore you have to undergo these problems hmm? so let us see what it is so let us explain a few things you know in terms of this body so that we understand better see what is our philosophy we understand a point a principle and then we try to explain in a very practical terms then only we will understand otherwise philosophy will be always in the mind we will not understand body when it talks about the body how we are cooked, you know we have to act there are say for example a simple thing is there is a body there is a, a boy or a son born to a millionaire and a son born to a poor person both are bodies only but the enjoyment the son of a billionaire is going to get is much different to the the son of a poor person because he has got a karma built in that he will enjoy the best of things but a poor person's son he will not get the best hmm? and that depends on three factors what are the three factors chaitanya charanprabhu explains very vigorously explains is the nature nurture culture what is nature in the previous activity for example i've been constantly smoking drinking alcohol what body will i get next birth the mode of ignorance next birth also i'll be born in a family where my father will be a smoker and a drunkard so i'll pick up the habit okay so that's the nature 
whether you are in the mode of goodness, passion or ignorance. Next, next is nurture. What is nurture? Nurture is a family circumstances. I am born in a family in Tamil Nadu where I can speak Tamil. That is my nurture. Born in the family. And then third one is nature, nurture, sorry, nature, nurture, culture. I was born in Tamil Nadu, the place where my neighbors are, you know, Tamil speaking, you know, all that. So I learned the language. That's what I know. I know, uh, you know, what is dosa, eating. <laughs> I don't know non parota, all this. I learned only after coming, you know. Yeah. All the time, Italy, dosa, that's it. And rice. Uh, lemon rice, <laughs> curd rice, and some subjis, of course. So this is what it is. I don't know pizza. Pizza I know only after, you know, 30, 35 years. So it is the nature, nurture and the culture. So according to one is born. So one is born with his previous activities, based on that you get a nature, and then the present, the family, you've got a father and mother like this, and then environment, which is the state or the city you are born in. So we are conditioned. I did not choose to be born in Andhra, Telugana. I don't know Telugu. I did not choose to be born in West Germany or East Germany, right? I was I was put into that conditioned so. Based on my previous activity, I was put in ignorance. Maybe I was a dog or something. So I was put into ignorance. I didn't know. And slowly, understanding spiritual science through the association of devotees, taking an initiation from a bona fide spiritual master, slowly changing my life. Not yet. Very slow process. Come in association of devotees. Sadhu Sankar, Bhajana Kriya, took an initiation from a bona fide spiritual master and another liberty is going on till another few more lives. Till it is not over. So it's a very long process but interesting process. This is what is going on. Now, again to illustrate this point, there is a good story which Srila Prabhupada used to mention. Prabhu might, might know that. Now, there was a yogi. You know, the yogi always gives so in between you should have a class. Then only you know people can listen and they appreciate. Otherwise, if too much philosophy means that you go cry. Okay? Now there was a yogi. This yogi normally gives blessings to the people. He came across four types of people, a four different environment. First he goes to a, a king. A king uh, gives a good reception, he gives him nice prashadam and all that. Then he sees a king's son, prince. He looks at the prince and he wants to give a blessing. He said, may you live long. We'll come back to what's the reason, okay? Because he's a yogi. May you give, may, may he, you live long, long life. And he went away. Then he went to a Muniputra, a sage, you know, a sage son. There when he went, he was very happy with the thing and he said, you may wish to die whenever you want. Okay? Or earlier, you may, you may wish to die early, he said. You may wish to die early. If you want to, you may wish to die early. Then, third, he went to a devotee's house. 
that Krishna comes with devotee. Where a devotee was chanting, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Hare. He went there. Then he blessed him. You may live or you may die. It's up to you. You may live or die. And the fourth he went to a place where he could see butcher cutting animals. Like Wuhan. Live in the wet market. Wet market live cutting. Then looked at the thing. He said, don't live, don't die. Wuhan, don't live, don't die. That's what he said. Then later on, Srila Prabhupada explains. As an Acharya, he gives the meaning of that. Now, why did he say to the prince, long live, you live long? What's the reason? The prince has been enjoying. In the material world, there is always enjoyment and distress. If you enjoy your quota, next you will be distressed. Then you suffer. Then your quota of enjoyment will come. Then distress. Boga, Tyaga. That is what material life. So he said, you are enjoying now. Next birth, you will be born in a poor family. So you have to suffer. So enjoy as much as you can. Next birth is gone case for you. <laughs> because you have too much enjoyment. Then he went to the Muniputra. He said, now we are doing a lot of austerities. You are getting up morning. No water. Cold water bath. Huh? So everything you are doing a lot of austerity. So next birth you will enjoy. So you may die quicker if you wish to. Then with a the devotee, he said, doesn't matter. Hare Krishna devotees, whether they are alive or they are dead, they are always in the service of Krishna. And therefore it does not matter to them. Why will a devotee matter? Because when you are alive, you are worshipping Radha Vallabha. When you are dead also, you will worship Radha Vallabha. So where is the question of problems? And then with the Bhucha, Bhuvan Bhucha, what happens? You die, there is a lot of punishment. Even uh, Narada Muni is explaining initially to Prachinya Bharat, you are killing so much animal, look at that. With the vision, he said, all the animals are waiting to kill him. Prachini He got scared. So in the same way, all the animals are waiting to kill the butcher. So if you die, problem. If you live, also problem. Because you are used to eating animals. And therefore, one has to suffer. So this is a story. Because as long as you got a body, we have to act. And if you go to a wrong place, so let us See how fortunate we are, isn't it, Prabhu? How fortunate we are to come into contact with Srila Prabhupada's movement. Whatever we have done, lot of Sukriti, pious, some contact. See, we may not be perfect, you know, but we know, isn't it, that we are spirit soul. The way Srila Prabhupada explains, everyone in all the other religious sectors, they say, you are a soul, you are a soul. But Srila Prabhupada said, you are not the body. What a difference it creates. It's difficult to understand something which you are not. But it's difficult to negate something which you have got, isn't it? You said you are not the body. Rather than saying you are a soul. So when you are not the body, you think, why am I not the body? Oh, that means I should not behave as a body. Oh, because I am a soul. Oh, therefore I should not enjoy this answer. Ah, okay. So this is how Srila Prabhupada's method of teaching is very appropriate for this Kaliyuga citizens. So easy to observe. And therefore, we may not be very pure, you know, but still, we have got this uh, matchless gift 
of Srila Prabhupada. Therefore, we can go. And also, from the Krishna's point of view, this is from the Acharya's point of view, again, from the Krishna's point of view, see, we may not have to be perfect. Don't think that, you know, we should be like a spirit soul. This is matter, I will not touch. This is matter. I'm only spirit soul. Krishna. It's not possible. Krishna wants us to depend on Him. Therefore, we may not have to be perfect. Doesn't matter. Always depend on Krishna says. So we may not have to be a perfect soul, you know, the soul completely like a lotus. Krishna explains, you know, like a water on the lotus, untouchable. We cannot be, we do not, not have to act. As long as we are in association of devotees, follow your you know, sadhana, and we do not have to become perfect also. Even if you are imperfect, also Krishna takes it because up to him. We do not have to pu- uh, prove our purity to others. It's up to him. So as long as we follow, is he following the proper chanting? Is he following the principles, regulatory principles? Is he faithful to his guru? Is he doing my service? Then I want him back. We, you know, we do not have to make a show of this, right? I am the best, the purest person. You know, I am like a lotus on the water. We do not have to do that. All the time, if you are depending on Radha Balava, that is what he wants. Hmm? Okay. Now, another aspect. I, this is a very, very important aspect. So, okay, so we discussed about it. So, the material problem continues as long as we don't find a solution. That's the point he is saying. Nardamani is saying. From here you are shifting it here, here you are shifting it here, shifting it here. What you have to do? You have to take the burden and throw it out. So, as long as you don't fix the problem, the problem will continue. So, here Nardamani is adopting and telling that you should fix the problem. And the problem as we know any material problem, there is no material solution. We cannot say, I am going to treat the material problem through American method, through Australian method, through Indian method, Russian method. There is no Russian method will work. Nothing will work. The only method is Bhakti method, which is beyond the three modes. Anything with the three modes will not work. One has to go beyond the three modes. Traigunya Vishavita, Nishtraiguna Bhavarjuna. Okay. Now, how do you know this initially? How do you know? In Bhagavad Gita 2.5. What does it say, Prabhu? 2.5? Anyone remember? It says, a person engaged in devotional service to Krishna rids himself of both good and and bad karma even in this life. In the earlier chapter of Bhagavad Gita, Krishna is claiming that if you do devotional service, you are good. Two points. Two points. Is it? No. Oh, I got it. Which one? Which one? Sorry. It says a person the devotional service gets rid sense of the good as well as the bad karma. Yeah, that's the second chapter. So it is around that initial chapters, two or three. It's you know? Huh? Second chapter. Second chapter. Okay. Maybe it is 2.15. No, yeah, yeah. I thought it's I written it as 2.5. Okay. So, so anyway, the, 
the verse, you know, it goes like this. A person engaged in devotional service rids himself of both good and bad, bad karma even in his life. So if you do devotional service, good and bad is eliminated. Only the spiritual devotional service will be there. So Krishna is giving a promise. Hmm? Okay. Now, how do we illustrate all these points we have discussed so far? It's 250. No? 2.50, mm-hmm. no? I was thinking, what, did I make a wrong reference? <laughs> okay, now we have explained all this point, you know. What are the points we explained? Because if something is there, Srila Prabhupada's illustrations, I wanted to tell this before we wind up. So far we discussed that material, material miseries has got issues in the sense that you can only relieve it for a short time, which is temporary. You cannot take it permanently. One. Two. The material problem will add on to another misery. One problem will lead to another problem. All this, okay? Now, I picked up only a clippings, very important clips, three clippings of Srila Prabhupada only. I'm not telling the whole, it's just one sentence. Please listen to that. One sentence only. Just to prove that all the points we have talked so far, how Srila Prabhupada is illustrating this point, okay? One, in the lecture in Tokyo, in April 1972, Srila Prabhupada says this word, as soon as the heart is clean, all material problems are solved. In that, in that instance, Srila Prabhupada is talking about Cheto Darpana Marjan. So he used that material, all the material problems are gone because the problem is with the mind, not with the soul. So the mind has got a lot of problems. So once you clear the mind, there's no problem because everything is lodged in the mind, isn't it? If the mind is clear, no problem. It will reflect the soul. Because the mind is contaminated, it doesn't identify with the soul. So, he talks about Then, there is a lecture in Bombay, Mumbai, in March 1974. Srila Prabhupada says this. Try to follow the principles of Bhagavad Gita. It's a solution to all material problems. <coughs> principles of Bhagavad Gita. It's a solution. So, we are following that. So, slowly we will get rid of material problems. And third, room conversation at Geneva, June 1974. Srila Prabhupada says, what is material life? Material life means anxiety. He doesn't stop with that. This, I like it very much. He said, you have got this body, but you do not wish to die. How appropriate, right? It is true, isn't it? See, I may say that, you know, I'm a big devotee talking on that. But if you say, die this moment, next moment, I'm a little, little bit reluctant, isn't it? Practically, taking on a face value. Right? If you take, die the next moment, you will think, die, we will die, but, you know, give us some time like that. So, what is anxiety? We have got a body, which we are, the mind is pushing to work, but we don't wish to die. That is why it is said that in this coronavirus, the fear is more than the death. <clears throat> Yesterday I was reading an article and they said that some of this elderly person who has already got heart problems and you know, they don't want to go to the hospital because they think that we don't want to die of the corona. We will die with a heart attack. That's better. I don't know why, 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 why they came out with that uh, thought. But it is said that, you know, some of the people are straight away dying because they don't want to go to the hospital. Because if you go to the hospital, you get in contact with the virus. You are infected. 
and then you're infecting a family member, something like that. So they think better be better. So this is a worse thing, isn't it? If we have given a body, but we have to die. We know that we die, but we don't wish to die. Right? Okay. So that is why if you see, finally, Srila Prabhupada in this purpose, right, is, is talking this. What is that? He says this, Vedas enjoin, don't remain in darkness. So when I used to be young, no? we used to read this. With the Gopa From Aswat, go to Sap. And then from darkness, tamas, tamas to darkness to light. And then from immortality to mortality. See, you know that you know, because of Vedic science in India, basically at that time, it teaches only about immortality. How you should stop your death, how you should stop from rebirth. It is in your hands, you can do that. So immortality to mortality to immortality. It is in your hands, you can do that. You can choose a path. So the path you know, always has always been telling you, the Vedic science. So Vedic literature means moving from body to soul. Material science means moving from soul to body. Material science. So Vedic science is moving from body to soul. Okay. So Narada Muni is preaching to Vachaniya Parat because he is overly attached to all these fruitive activities, he is saying this point that bhakti is easy, bhakti is independent, bhakti is quick, and bhakti is satisfying. Four points he said. Finally, one more small story before we find out. This is again from Srila Prabhupada. Very interesting, but very short story. Srila Prabhupada in his room conversation at Ohio, US, in May 1969, Prabhupada said this story, which was written in Burjana Prabhu's Unveiling the Lotus Feet. Just going through that. There's a story. In India, Prabhupada was saying this. There used to be a person known as C. Ardas. You know that? Chitaranjit Das. Prabhupada had to expense. He knows the whole story. Now, this person was in Bengal. That's what Shira Prabhupada This person is a lawyer, barrister. He was getting 50,000 rupees per month. Just imagine. In 1987, when I finished my master's in chemistry, and when I got into a Smith Klein Beecham company, pharmaceutical, my salary was close to 4,500 rupees. 1987. But this, but Prila Prabhupada is talking well before 1969. This, I'm just trying to say how much money he was getting. He was a barrister, topmost barrister. He was getting 50,000 rupees per month. Just imagine. And Srila Prabhupada is making a comment. Do you know that? No? He does, he is very, very clear in the comment. He doesn't come out. 50,000 rupees, he said. Now, this person, was in the Gandhi's movement, freedom fighter. So the helping Gandhi and all that. And 
you know, he's a top match, you know. He's a lawyer, means those times are very respected. Lawyer, doctors, engineers. Engineers, not much. Doctor and lawyer, respected India fully, those times. Now, a lawyer has become a liar. That's a different case. Before, lawyer used to be very truthful, the mode of goodness. Very truthful. But this guy, this person, sorry, this person, Srila Prabhupada was observing him. He was in the Gandhian movement around there. <coughs> and he was a good talker. He had written books and all that. Now, this person, Srila Prabhupada says that he was getting 50,000 rupees and he was not following Krishna consciousness, right? He, he knows it's a bit because he was in acquaintance with Srila Prabhupada. But he has developed all according to material habits, good habits. According to the material world, good habits he developed. What are the good habits of material world? Drinking. Drinking. If you go to a firm, okay, you are, suppose I got a job. End of the Friday, you know, they'll be having a beer party. If you don't drink, you are not educated. Okay? That's material. So, this person, he, he had all the good material qualities. That is drinking. He's a womanizer. He's got a lot of money. You know? And things like that. Huh? Now, his wife also knows everything. But it's for the version. That's why we are going to tell this. So, womanizing all this. His family, you know, because money, you know, those days, you know, when the husband gets a lot of money, what will the wife say? Okay, do whatever you want, as long as the family is good. You're taking care of my family, you're taking care of my children, you do whatever nonsense you want. Okay? One day, when that person was so much frustrated, because continuously he was drinking, lot of money, and going with the ladies and whatever, all the other things, he was frustrated in life. Prabhupada is proving this point that too much material energy, too much of the activities will lead to frustration. One day he was talking to his wife, the CR class. You can go Google that also, Chitra Ranjan class. <coughs> it's a national level. He was talking to his wife and uh, he was expressing his frustration to his wife. He said, I'm really frustrated. Then the wife was saying, Why? You've got a big job. Everyone is respecting you. You are a national leader. And you are doing whatever you want. He said, I am frustrated. At that time, there was a beggar coming. Immediately, Chitaranjan Das, he said, I want to become like that beggar. Because he is frustrated. He has got money. He has enjoyed. But I don't know. Because this person is free. Look at the happiness in his face. He's collecting, he's eating, his job is over. In my case, I am struggling. So, what was the conclusion? We think that, you know, I, I, at that time when I was working in the company, when I was getting 4,000 rupees, I was thinking, if I get 50,000 rupees, huh? you know, all this. But the man who was getting 50,000 rupees, which is almost equivalent to maybe 50,000 dollars, something like that. He was frustrated. He was saying, I want to become a beggar because I am frustrated with this material energy. Why is he saying that? Because the mind gets attached, does not leave the bad habits. See, even if he wants to leave the drinking habit, he cannot leave. He must do for the satisfaction of the mind. It becomes a habit. Now, initially when they drink, you know, they may get some whatever they call, you know, some little bit of happiness and all that. Then over a time, every day, evening, they must drink. 
7 o'clock they must take a sip they must drink 20 ml of alcohol if they don't drink they will kill someone they will bust they feel like you know banging it's a frustration happy how this is song again it's explained first is vritti thought will come then it turns into samskara impression then it becomes into comes into vasana tendency habit a thought will come you should not act on it if you act on it impression and if you again act on it vasana tendency and practice will come so this guy because we drinking the mind keeps on making impression impression tendency habit it become a permanent habit addiction that is not addiction so he cannot stop that when he sees a woman or something he wants to you know go with them and they drinking he cannot do so he is frustrated at one point the mind did not leave even say even if that guy thinks i want to leave the habit the mind will not leave he has to kill his body expert on the chances this birth one cannot leave the habit i can give you practically my example because in south india i am very much attached to coffee you know coffee <laughs> coffee smell i do anything for you when someone gives me a cup of coffee i do anything for you this is my weakness and i will try everything narsus coffee gems coffee all coffee filter coffee i want taste morning i wake up with the impression that i am going to be happy because i am going to get my coffee this is what i used to get up i am telling you it took 6 years for me to leave coffee 1993 1999 six years can you believe now i don't want coffee <laughs> Six years of struggle. At the last day, I remember 1999 or so. I don't know. 1999, when I was leaving coffee, I was getting headache. Then I was vomiting also. So much you can see, attached. I can tell this because I am victim to that. Coffee, someone, coffee means something. Can you give me coffee? Yeah. I will, without shy, I will ask them. See, when you go to a house, no, they'll be making coffee. With, without shy, I will say, you, you're making coffee. What coffee is that? Narcissus coffee. Well, now, can you give me a little bit? See, I don't have shyness to ask that. This is my addiction. So we can talk about that. This is how it is. And with this movement, you know, one can be free from addiction, but we should be addicted to Krishna. Okay? Okay. We'll stop here. Thank you, Hare Krishna. Is anyone has got a quick comments or questions? If you're gone, okay. We'll stop here. Thank you. 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 Thank you.